0: Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com.
1: This is attorney Matt Mangus, and uh, joining me for uh, today's program, continuing a series of programs on employment law, is attorney Sean McLaughlin, who uh, practices uh, in the employment law arena and has for about 25 years. Uh, The series of programs we've been doing here has been uh, focusing on unemployment compensation. And Sean, during our our last program on this, we were talking about um, having uh, an employee manual and why that's so important um, for the employer. But my question for today's program is, what does a fired employee do to
0: defend a case where it's alleged they violated a work rule? Well, there are a couple things, Matt. Just, just very quickly, one of the things that an employee will say is, look, the rules were not uniformly enforced. Uh, the thing that I got fired for was not something that everybody else is getting fired for, so you just selectively enforced this on me. Uh, A second thing an employee may say is that I didn't know what the rule was. You never told me what it was. It's not in a manual. It's not in a handbook. I never signed that I understood or got uh, copies of the rules. So that would be a defense as well. A a third item that comes up is that uh, the basic one, I didn't do what you said I did. I didn't break the rule. I didn't do it. You got the wrong guy, something like that. So there there are three basic uh, types of defenses that I see and often make at these hearings.
1: So, having one of these handbooks in place is very important for uh, an
0: employer then? Absolutely, Matt. Having a manual is of benefit to both the employee and the employer because they both know where they stand and it takes the guesswork out of many things. It's best for everyone really. There are many things though that the handbook needs to address. Many manuals I review lack the basics such as failing to state what things can be a basis for discipline or termination also stating the basic fact that the manual is not a guarantee of employment, but instead uh, the manual should affirm that the employee is an, quote, at-will employee. And that's very crucial. We talked about what an at-will employee is on one of the very first programs we did in this series. So when I do reviews of manuals for businesses, I check for other things as well, such as do they have an anti-discrimination policy, a sex harassment policy, drug testing policies, Family medical leave act languages where appropriate. Do so they have computer usage policies? Usage of cell phones, particularly when driving, uh, and those kind of things. So, when you're doing one of these manuals or reviewing
1: one of these manuals for an employee or employer, what you're looking for is basically the the things that an employer or employee, excuse me, could use to to try to get out and sure show they didn't know what the
0: rule was. That's right. That's a great observation. And just one final thing before we go on to another topic is. You know, people say, well, how long can I get benefits? Well, typically, currently, they can get them for 26 weeks, and there are some ex- extensions available from time to time as well.
1: Okay. So, moving from uh, unemployment, to let's talk a little bit about uh, workers'
0: compensation, if we could. What, what is workers' compensation? Well, workers' compensation is a specific way for an employee to make a claim against an employer for injuries they have on the job or that are job-related. In other areas of law, like auto collisions or injury law, when a person is injured, they can sue the party that's at fault. Well, when you have a work injury or work-related injury, you can't sue your employer in any court other than workers' compensation court. And then when you do, there are limitations. What kind of limitations? Well, the workers' comp court um, allows you only to recover under the law medical expenses, say for treatment, surgery, therapy, and so on, and two-thirds of your average weekly wage. You can't sue for, that's can't, sue for pain and suffering or punitive damages to punish the employer. Now, this is a significant difference than other areas of the law where, such as in an auto collision case or injury law, you're entitled to make a claim for pain and suffering and sometimes punitive damages as well. You know, many, many times people will come to me and say, hey, I want pain and suffering. I want to punish my employer and so on. I want big damages for the negligence of the employer. But the answer is no, you can't do that. You can get your medical bills paid and some lost wages. Okay, thanks, Sean. Uh, We're going to continue our series on
1: employment law in the next program, uh, picking up where we left off there, talking about workers' compensation.
0: We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free, one eight six six four six four laws That's one eight six six four laws